0: You know, I've given the people at the Guinness Book of World Records a hard time several times on this podcast. But this time, I think I'm going to take it a little easy on them. Welcome to my take. Well, it's not my take. It's Miguel Crespo's take. Whatever. For inspiration to go. Welcome to my take. Pastor Crespo here. My take is your oasis of inspiration and hope in the desert of negativity and despair. Thank you for being a part of the podcast. Like, share, subscribe, let your friends know about what's happening here. Post the uh, URL on your Instagram feeds or or social media feeds. Let people know that this podcast exists. You know, if you're looking for something positive, something encouraging, this is the place where you want to be. There's way too much negativity out there. We're trying to combat that. Also, another part of this podcast is really, you know, how many people get to read the Bible these days? There are a lot of folks that don't know the blessings and the benefits and the lessons that you can find from reading the Bible. And though we do some of that here as well. I hope it's my desire. If you get to know the author, the ultimate author of Scripture, your life will never be the same again. And you get that through, of course, knowing more about Scripture and studying the Bible. Okay, let, let's get to it. I have a story here out of UPI, the United Press International. And as I said at the beginning, you know, I have done several podcasts where I talk about news articles related to people who have broken certain records and are in the Guinness Book of World Records for it. And I kind of, you know, have had maybe more than my fair share of fun with these stories. I have another one, but this one I think, you know, this one, I think this one needs to be recorded somewhere. Someone needs to record this because this is a pretty big deal. But uh, at the same time, I'm not necessarily going to let them off the hook. I'll tell you what I'm talking about. Let me read this to you. A a talented dog deposits coins in a piggy bank for the Guinness world record. That is correct. You heard me correct. A talented Cocker Spaniel in Scotland showed off his unusual skill and earned a Guinness world record by using his mouth to deposit 23 coins into a piggy bank in one minute. You see, that was the trick. How many coins you can get in a piggy bank in one minute. Emily Anderson of Aberdeen, Scotland, said it took about two years of training for her four-year-old dog, Leo, to master the art of putting coins into a piggy bank. Leo, and this is a picture you see, those of you who are on Spotify, you get to see the video format of this podcast. I have it on, um, on Spotify for you. Go there, check it out. This is where you see the video portion. And and there are times, like now, that you want to see what's there. But here's a picture of Leo and his uh, world record certificate. And, of course, a little blue piggy bank, I guess, next to him. But uh, Leo officially attempted. Let me get that picture away. Leo officially attempted to re- the record for the most coins deposited into a piggy bank by a dog in one minute in front of several witnesses at the Logie Derno Village Hall. The canine managed to put 23 coins. See, listen to this. The canine managed to put 23 coins into the bank in the allotted time, beating the previous record of 18. All right. (laughs) Somewhere out there, somewhere out there, there's a dog who put 18 coins in a bank, piggy bank, in one minute but has now been erased because leo the dog now has the crown there is a new sheriff in town this is a quote over the last 2 years i've had to dry so many coins they get absolutely covered in saliva each time he picks them up and when they're hard then then they're hard to pick up so they need to be dried again anderson told the uh, news article anderson who is a professional dog trainer, said that Leo's, and I'm going to bring his picture up again just to give him a little bit more notoriety. Anderson, who's a professional dog trainer, she said, Leo's other tricks include <laughs> his other tricks include painting, tennis, and even CPR maneuvers that's a i'm reading from the article okay this dog can paint your house play tennis with your kids and even help you if you swallow a grape and it goes down the wrong way um i listen i have three kids still living at home and um none of them know how to paint They've never, ever picked up a tennis racket. And uh if I was choking, I don't think that they would be able to do much for me. I'm wondering if I should send my three boys to go to Emily Anderson in Scotland and see what she can do for them. I don't know. Um I mean, if you can do that with a dog, painting tennis at CPR, <laughs> Oh, life is so much fun. Um why am I sharing this podcast? Why am I why am I sharing this story on the podcast? Okay. Let me let me um <laughs> uh in the Bible, you know we're segueing to the Bible now. <laughs> there is no there is no story in the Bible of a dog putting penal coins in a piggy bank. I'm sure maybe I have no idea. Then, Never mind. But, you know, as I was reading this article, the segue, the jump into scripture, the jump into a Bible story really came from when I was asking the question, you know, are there any stories in the Bible of talented animals? In other words, are there stories in the Bible of animals that kind of did some pretty neat things? There, there are two that jump to mind. Uh, I, I don't want to throw them all in here because, you know, I can use them for some other podcasts let me let me share with you one that i think is is will at least get me to a good point here uh there is a story in the bible not of a not of a talented cocker spaniel but of a talented bird that's right uh the the um the bible the bible tells a story of a prophet i'm gonna i'm gonna tell you this story real quickly here and and if you have a bible i i encourage you you really need to um you you should really uh, get get it and look this up. It's a good story, and it's part of a longer narrative. I don't. I, I need to. I have to skillfully thread this so that I don't kind of leave you in limbo with some ideas. But the Bible tells a story of a lot about a prophet who needed the help of a talented bird. That's right. The prophet's name was Elijah. Now you can read about this in the Book of First Kings, chapter seventeen. But here, here's kind of like a the Miguel notes. The the instead of Cliff notes, I'm giving you the Miguel notes version. The Bible tells a story of a prophet who was living at a time when a lot of people just weren't faithful to God anymore. You know, they they may have remembered the name of God, but they were certainly not worshiping the, the creator God. They weren't worshiping him in the way he wanted. They weren't remembering him. They weren't doing things the way they should have. And it created a bit of a problem. Well, the Bible says that Elijah, uh, let's see here, if I read here, um, Elijah, uh, 1 Kings 17, 1. let me just read it. Elijah the Tishbite, who was, from Gilead he said unto Ahab who was the king at the time he said as the lord god of Israel lives there shall not be dew or rain these years but except to my word in other words the bible says that elijah boom he walked into the 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 castle the throne room of king ahab and in front of everybody he says to the king i was sent here by god and my message to you is this There will be a drought, and there will not be water until I give permission for it to happen again. And he walked out. Now, um, you know, if you know anything about those days, that's a no-no. You don't do that to the king. You risk your head, your neck, when you start talking like that to the king. But the Bible says, you know, Elijah walks out, and God told him, he gave him some specific instructions. So God, God said to him this. He said, I want you, I want you to depart from here. And turn eastward and hide yourself by a brook called Cherith. And he said in verse four, "You will drink from the brook, and I have commanded the ravens to feed you there." Okay. So the Bible says that that Elijah he left the king. He went to the the brook that's called Cherith, and he basically stayed there, and he was fed for a number for a, quite a while. The Bible doesn't say exactly how long. We know the drought We know the drought lasted a little over three years. And I mean, it would probably be fair to say that he was there for half of that, a year and a half. And I'm just guessing just by reading the context. But the Bible says that he was at the brook Cherith during the first part of this drought. And verse six says this, and the ravens brought him bread and meat in the morning and bread and meat in the evening. And he drank from the brook. Now, why is this significant? The thing is this is that during this drought, when there's no water, guess what else? There is none of, there are no crops. Crops need water to grow. People need water to drink. So as the water began to get less and less, the food began to get be less and less. And Elijah though, Elijah never had to worry about it. He didn't have to go anywhere. There were birds bringing him bread and meat in the morning and evening his bread and his water were sure during the times of the drought. Now I I know uh there's one at least one theologian who has surmised and said that the bread and the meat that they were getting were actually meat and bread that they were stealing from the king's castle. That that's where they would get the bread from they would get the bread and meat from there and they'd bring it to Elijah. So the very thing Elijah, I'm sorry, King Ahab, being angry that this prophet would have the temerity, the nerve to say this, to to make this declaration, and he has not very good feelings for this prophet. But the prophet was being fed from the king's food at his very own table. Now, this is part of a larger story because Elijah did not stay there very long. He went somewhere else, and, and then the story goes on and on. And of course, the drought eventually came to an end, and boy, was it crazy how it came to an end. And I'll share that probably at some other podcast. But let me at least share this portion of the story with you. Elijah came on a mission from God. He called for a drought. And during the good portion of the period of that drought, Elijah hid out by the brook Cherith, and his bread and water were sure. There were birds that were bringing him food twice a day. This man was very well taken care of, even in the midst of severe circumstances. Now, what, 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 what? You know, okay, Miguel, I kind of get a little bit of the reference there, but the connection. But really, what does this news article have to do with this Bible story? Can I can I bridge this a little bit more? And this is what I I absolutely would like to do that. Let me just tell you from this story here. We have a story of someone who trained this person, this person, dummy, someone who took time to train this dog to do something that was pretty, pretty neat, pretty amazing. But it says here that how long did it take her to do this? She said uh, two years. She worked for two years to train Leo to be able to put these coins in a piggy bank and to do it quickly so that she could time it uh, up to 60 seconds. You know, what this dog did says just as much about the dog as it does about the owner. Yeah, and by the way, I, I tried to look online. I, I found many articles. Once I found it, I found many other articles on this story. But I didn't find any articles with the video of the dog doing it. Because if you remember the one podcast that I did, there was a... What was he doing? He was putting together a potato head. And it was clear the guy was cheating. I mean, the, this dude was cheating. He was not blindfolded. But eh, that's another... I don't want to get off on a tangent. That bothered me. But anyway... I tried to look for a video of this dog actually doing it in 60 seconds, but you know, it's, at least I could not find it if it's out there. But look, the, this, this news article says just as much about the owner as it does about the dog. Because the dog would not have been able to do it if it wasn't trained properly. You know, as I look at this story in the Bible, I look at the story about Elijah, I look at the story about the ravens, Who commanded the ravens to feed Elijah? Well, again, if you read the Scriptures, 1 Kings 17, verse 4, for those of you that are Bible readers, Bible students, the Bible says that God commanded the ravens to feed him. Now, if this dog filling a piggy bank says something about the the ability of the master, the owner, could. The ravens feeding Elijah tell you a little something about the heart of their master, their owner. What do you think? Do you think that God looking after Elijah did it mean anything? Let me share a Bible text with you. I think I have it in here. Let's bring this up Isaiah chapter 65, verse 24. God is speaking to Israel about the things that will be once all this. He wanted to establish Israel as a nation as a world superpower. He foresaw a time and and we see it as when he returns in glory, but he foresaw a time when God's people would be they would be free from sin and they would be happy once again and at peace. but he throws in here this text he says and it shall come to pass that before they call I will answer and while they are yet, while they are yet speaking, I will hear. It's talking about the, the care that God get has for his people. That, well, even if a person is sitting there wringing their hands and concerned, Hey, I got this. I know what you need, even before you ask. Meaning, that's how much God cares about Israel. And if you're a believer in the Lord Jesus Christ, guess what? You are a part of spiritual Israel. So you see, what the ravens did tells you something about their master the master that cared about Elijah who was faithful and in a time of severe circumstance found himself by a brook where he had his water, but also he made sure that the birds, the very birds, went, and I believe it as well, that they went to the king's palace and they were stealing bread and they were stealing meat from the king's table and bringing it to Elijah twice a day. Oh, my friend, I believe that this tells you just as much about God as that dog says about its owner but hey you know th- that that's one point but here's a second point i want to leave you with as i as i bring the pod this podcast to close i want you to think for a minute think about this dog think about these birds <clears throat> rightly trained it's amazing what animals can do rightly trained it is amazing what animals can do can I take it one step further? I think you know where I'm going with this, right? Rightly trained. It is amazing what human beings can do. You know, if, if you're willing, if you're willing to, to follow God's leading, and the way you learn God's leading is really reading the Bible, spending time praying, talking to him, listening. But if you are willing to follow God's leading, it is amazing what God can do with you. I have to tell you um boy I hate to talk about myself cuz it sounds like you're putting yourself up there as some type of an example. Uh I will I will put myself out there as a as a as an example of what God can do. Let's put it that way. God can take this dog. God can take this d- mule. There's another word for mule I'm not going to use it right now. God can take me and use me to share and it's something that'll be encouraging the people. That in itself is amazing. It it says something about God, even more so than it says anything about me. The Lord has allowed me to be in several different parts of the world to see the, to see the world in those areas. The Lord has allowed me to author a book. The Lord has allowed me, is allowing me to serve as a pastor and a leader in my church. It's not because I deserve it, but if you're willing, if you're willing to take his training. If you're willing to follow his lead, it is amazing what God can do in and through you. God cares about you. God wants to do great things with you and through you. Are you willing to follow his lead? That's my take. And that's inspiration to go.